Hello, I'm David, and this is What Have We Podcasts, an opportunity for me to wax poetic about any random topic that has been percolating in my mind. This episode, let's discuss the climate emergency and the rollback of net zero targets just announced by my home country, the United Kingdom. This past week, the United Nations General Assembly brought together over 140 world leaders to discuss a myriad of issues. That included Russia's invasion of Ukraine, a global cost of living crisis, and of course, a worsening climate emergency. One of the world leaders not in attendance was Rishi Sunak, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Rather, back on his home pitch, Mr. Sunak announced a political pivot from the government's earlier climate pledges. Sunak, always the pragmatist, seems to be recalibrating his party's compass, steering it toward a more radical trajectory as the specter of the next general election looms. This isn't just a minor course correction. This is one of Sunak's most significant policy changes since he assumed office. The UK will recalibrate its ambitions concerning the sale of new petrol and diesel cars and the transition away from gas boilers. For clarity, the earlier roadmap drawn by the UK government had earmarked 2030 as the sunset year for the sale of new petrol and diesel vehicles. However, this wasn't an absolute prohibition. The roads of Britain would still hum with the purr of petrol and diesel cars past this date. The dictate was merely a prescriptive lens on the nature of new vehicles that would be available on the market. Meanwhile, during the same week, a similar announcement came from the hitherto green lands of Scandinavia. The Swedish government, a minority coalition which is finding its feet for just under a year now, made a dramatic political right turn. By slashing the nation's climate budget, they not only divert from a global imperative, but also tacitly acknowledge an impending surge in carbon dioxide emissions. Coupled with this, the introduction of tax cuts on petrol and diesel paints a picture of a nation rethinking its environmental commitments. Two nations... Both seeming stalwarts in the global climate arena are now navigating treacherous waters, raising brows and questions alike. In the face of mounting environmental crises and pervasive ecological threats, there's a tempting sentiment among political parties wanting to court the popular vote. The call to relax our targets to combat climate change. They argue that the economic cost is too great. They might claim that the technology isn't ready. But to heed these calls is to gravely misunderstand the magnitude of the challenge before us and the high stakes involved, nor to properly reflect on the economic turbulence should we opt to pinch pennies today and invest later. The sagas of UK's crumbling school infrastructures offer a poignant testament to this dilemma. We find ourselves on a precarious ledge, an inflection point in history. The decisions we make now, or fail to make, will reverberate through generations. 
recent events, the wildfires that blaze across continents, the storms that devastate our cities, and the floods that inundate homes, these serve as alarming indicators of a world on the brink. They are not anomalies. They are harbingers of a new normal. Economics is a familiar drumbeat of those seeking a retreat. But climate change operates on its own timeline, one that is rapidly accelerating. While it's true that innovations can be spurred by market forces, relying solely on the invisible hand of a future generation to pull us back from this precipice is not just optimistic, it is reckless, and it is cowardice. Relaxing our climate targets conveys a message to the world that ambition, urgency, and collective responsibility are negotiable. It diminishes the efforts of countless climate activists, scientists, and policymakers who have been sounding the alarm for decades. Moreover, there is a moral dimension that's often overlooked. Who suffers the most from the impacts of climate change? It is the vulnerable, the disenfranchised, those living on the front line of ecological devastation. To relax our targets is to dismiss their struggles, to regard their lives and livelihoods as collateral damage in the great balancing act of economic progress. The road to a sustainable and, quite frankly, livable future is undeniably challenging. It is fraught with obstacles and complex questions. But in the face of overwhelming evidence and moral imperatives, to step back from our targets is not just a failure of leadership, but it is a failure of our shared humanity. As we stand on this critical juncture, let us remember that some choices, once made, cannot be undone. Thanks for listening, and bye for now.